to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. How's it going, Mom? Uh, it's going well. I'm glad you came. I wasn't sure if you were going to show up or not, but yeah, I, I like to talk to me. Like to keep you on your toes. You're kind of on, you're living on the edge. Uh, you used to come early. Now you just kind of show up. Okay. Right. Okay. Yep. You know, it's a busy time of year. Lots going on. Yep. Lots going on. All right. Uh, I hit the craft bash last night. Yeah. That's going on today. Just it's one over, day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just one day. Um, over at uh, the Holden Room in Paralyze. I'm amazed how many people still haven't been there. I mean, I guess it hasn't been around I haven't. that long. Where is it? I can't, you haven't been there? No, and I don't know what Holden Street. You know my you sense of direction. Been there, Mom. Have I been didn't there? Did I enjoy year? it? I think you did. Didn't you go last no, year? No, I did not. Okay. Where Fine. is it? Um, so if you are if you were at IMS, if you were at International Market Square right. on Glenwood and you were headed towards downtown, and so you kind of go under the bridge that is like Lindale. Yep. Um, it's right over there. It's in that okay. little pocket on Glenwood, which just um, putting this out there right now, that little area is going to blow up. There's a lot of construction happening there right now. Next few years, that area is going to blow up. And a lot of it is going to be thanks to Jackson Schwartz, who oh. owns Hennepin Made and owns that building. So Hennepin Made oh, okay. is a lighting company. They're blowing glass. They are making beautiful light fixtures that are sold by room and board that are sold, you know, all over the place. Um, And he decided that instead of just building a factory, he wanted to, like, create community and a neighborhood and he okay. wanted to see that neighborhood come to life and so he the front part of the building is a really cool coffee place called parallel and then uh event space called the holden room and that's where craft bash is okay well so thank you. it's now a I'll big how to get yeah, yeah yeah it's a really i mean it's like a big two room you know open space um lots of makers there lots of jewelry i would oh. say jewelry was a major highlight um but just thumbs cookies was there i saw that thumbs was there um isadore nuts was there so some of the favorites so you could um, eat while you were shopping the yeah uh leatherworks minnesota was there there were there was this really cute couple selling nut butters that had like all these crazy flavors and mm. things in them that i never would have thought to pair together and they had a really interesting story and the guy just quit his job as a software salesman to do this and i'm oh, like this would be more fun i'm like are you sure I'm like <laughs> i'm a little worried i think it's very good he but are you sure always go back to they have kids i'm like oh my god but um i saw martha mcquaid um ashley mary so a lot of favorites and i mean of course this is Put on by the American Craft Council, right. so you know. I mean, it's it's really well thoughtfully and it's open curated. Today from it is open today, time? all day, all day, like now. Yeah, okay, just go now. Okay, <laughs> go now, and then we'll tell you some other places to go too. Um, but let's hit a couple of headlines this week. Um, so this it's interesting because we at Twin Cities Business are in the midst of working on our, a retail story that's going to run. Um, in January, because we're looking at the future. Mm-hmm. And good thing to do at the beginning of a new year. Exactly. Clever. And let's just say the future does not look all that bright for Uptown. No. I oh, mean, we've we known this. there the other night, and my husband said the same thing. It's just looking, it's sad. And the thing he mentioned, and maybe you know something about, how do you have no parking? 
Right. There is no parking on the street. They've they have taken it away. Park. They took Why? away all of the street parking at Lake and Hennepin. Right. What is the reasoning behind that? Do you know? Great question. Okay, thank Ask you. Ask the mayor. Do you have a good answer? The mayor is um, thinks that it is not needed. They wanted to create more, you know, uh, pedestrian-friendly, bike-friendly zones. It is the weirdest thing. I don't... I mean, the retailers hate it. Oh, my goodness. The ones that are left. Right. And I think there's just no question. Unfortunately, we are a a driving town. Do I wish that it was easy to bop around all of Minneapolis using public transportation and getting on and off the light rail? I do. I wish it was. Sure. It isn't that way. No, There are certain places where it makes sense. There are a lot of places in the Twin Cities where it doesn't make sense. And I would pop into that Apple store on Hennepin if I could just get a meter out front and, you know, do what right. I need and get out. But when I have to start thinking, like, I'm going to go have to park in the ramp and I'm going to have to cut through. And it's and expensive. In, it's in just like, why would I do that when there are, like, so many others? And are there that many bikers in the winter in Minnesota? Well, there are a lot of bikers, but I, you know, I, I think Enough that to justify Mayor no Fry um, is very... Um, you know, he he is very kind of future forward and he believes in a city where we are all ride sharing and not owning cars. And he is young enough to think that like all of his contemporaries not and yeah, that that are they're not going to want to own cars and we're not going to need to park. And that we have to think about the future. I think that Mayor Fry should talk to people a little bit more about that. Maybe I've had this very conversation with him directly, actually. And and, and, and he just, I mean, you know, I, I think when you're going to look at it's hard to be, you know, visionary. But if you want to, you know, think about like what what is what are we going to need in 10 years, not mm-hmm. today? Um he is, he's convinced. Well, then I don't know. What does he think about the fact that you know, everything is gone. I know. I know. Hannibal I don't know. Like, he, I don't know. He seems to think that you know. Oh, maybe it'll bounce he would back, like whatever. to call us because I'm sure so, he listens. Yeah. So um, the so the what the latest is you know you know that North Face has left and Columbia Sportswear has Victoria's left. Victoria's Secret. Secret's been sitting empty for two years. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Urban Outfitters is on the way out to the Urban Outfitters wow. space yep. is for lease. So are they actually saying it? Is Uptown um, Outfitters, are they actually saying they're leaving or we don't know that yet? So the space is officially on the on the block. Um, Burl Gilliard, who is our commercial real estate expert at Twin Cities Business, found the listing. It is out there. The space is for lease. So Urban Outfitters is not directly commenting. Nobody wanted to talk about it. But the reality is you can go online right now and get the specs and it's available and they are trying to rent that space. So if you then uh, read through the lines, if the space is available, well, that means Urban Outfitters is leaving. You would think so. So they so, have another store at Mall of America. That's the only other one that they have in town? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, I was trying to think if they opened at Rosedale. That Rosedale. company I don't also think so. owns yeah. Anthropology. Yep. So, I mean, the company isn't doing 
No, Corp. Urban Outfitters has closed a handful of stores. Yeah. Um, you know, Uptown is the store that they've had forever. Now, I mean, of course, they are a chain company. They are they now are mall stores. But I guess there's something about Urban Outfitters, first of all, that is just so closely associated with Uptown. Right. It's been there for so long. And Urban Outfitters, you know, always... Ha- I think there are people who probably thought that it was just an independent store and didn't realize yeah. it was a chain. But it just has always had that kind of indie vibe. And it's just one of the places that you think of when you think about Uptown. And it's... It's like, if that kind of store can't make it in Uptown, what the heck can? So, what about Penzi Spices? Um, Down the block. I, You know, I mean, I guess there are some places that are holding on and doing okay. I mean, you've still got Paper Source, and you've got, um, you know, an eye optical store. You've got Kitchen Window and CB2. I mean, CB2 has their own parking, and that feels like a different... I mean, that, again, it's only one in town. It seems like a destination. But I just, I don't know. There's something about if Urban Outfitters is leaving Uptown, like, what is even... What is Uptown? What's left? it's really kind of Is it time to just do a major do? over like what should that neighborhood be yeah i don't, I don't know. know i i just it, it is it's really kind of past its uh prime and then uh over at southdale which also needs some tlc certainly in sections got a big uh boost of energy and traffic probably a lot of people who hadn't been to southdale in a very long time there this week although i wonder if any of them actually ventured into the mall lifetime which we've been talking about right. um opened it they actually opened, opened their <clears throat> enormous 204,000 square foot 43 million dollar club wow. it's their fanciest and biggest in town it's also the most expensive um the rooftop is Amazing. Really? It is so cool. Even it is, in the winter. They filled the pools just for the opening. Oh, They're not going to really okay. keep it open they could use in it. the winter. But they've got rink. like booths and cabanas. And I mean, it's a beach club. I mean, it wow. is like a beach club on the top of. And they've positioned it so that like you can be in this area with the cabanas and you've got a beautiful view of downtown. It's oh. pretty nice. Yeah, it really yes, is. It certainly looks um, like it. And is. then the other thing. So next to, if you go um, next to Lifetime, which has its own entrance, and then Lifetime Work, which is the co-working space, also has its own entrance. Next to that, you'll see the sign for Rustica, which we've told you about is coming. And you know what's coming right between Lifetime Work and Rustica? Dry bar. Blow dry bar. Oh. Yeah. Haven't some of those open and closed here? Not dry bar. Not dry bar. So dry bar finally opened. It's for dry bar was the original. Dry bar is the one that really, you know, kind of started the trend in LA. Alley Webb is, you know, kind of become a a major um, entrepreneur disruptor on the cover of business magazines with her beautiful blonde blown out hair. Um, She started doing it. She was a stylist who didn't want to be in the salon because she had kids started kind of offering blow dries as a service to friends and clients and realizing that there was like this hole in the market because it was too expensive to go to your normal stylist who was charging a haircut price for a blowout. That's how the whole blow dry thing started. It started with dry bar. They resisted coming here for a long time. Now they're franchising. So that's why they're coming here. And there's a local woman who owns the one that's in YZ. Now they're opening another one at Southdale. So this will just be the second one? Yeah. What's interesting about that is that Lifetime has a spa. Jute is ha- obviously right there too. So now you've got all three of those right at oh. Southdale. Yeah, little 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, when that was a few stores. Exactly. When we get back, uh, the teens who are running American Eagle and um, Rent the Runway goes to a hotel near you. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. What are you doing today, guys? We're getting down to it already. Can you believe it? it yeah, December's going quickly. I have bought not one gift. I think I bought one. No, maybe I bought two. Okay. Yeah, well, no, it's not then good. You you're in the to... lead. Hope, have you bought any gifts? No, I got to hit up some markets. Yeah, yes, you do. So. <laughs> well, speaking of markets, let's uh, let's give you the rundown. Um, our friend Mitch sent her list today. I missed her last night at the Craft Bash, oh, which is did? going on today. Oh. So you could start there. Um, of course, if you're starting out in uh, St. Paul, you could hit up Keg and Case. They've got a holiday market going on there. Maybe have a little lunch, do a little mm. shopping. Um, visitation School. Um, does Viz the Season. Cute. That goes okay. on today. They've got a bunch of brands like um, Bria Hamill, Brook and Lou's, um, Urban Undercover is there. Um, a bunch of female alumni from Visitation are back with their brands. What a good idea. Which is very fun, yes. Um, then Landmark Center. Oh, there's a lot on the east side today. Um, Landmark Center is doing their old-fashioned holiday bazaar, and they have 75 makers there in Landmark Center. It's such a beautiful building. That's fun to do. And then, of course, you could go outside and go ice skating at Rice Park. I love when you can combine a little holiday shopping, a little winter experience, you know. A little activity. Um, The uh, Grand Meander is going on today um, on Grand Avenue. So we talked about this, but don't forget the Grand Collective is open in the old restoration hardware space. Um, That's Mona Williams, Moth Oddities, Hagen and Oates is in there. Have you been over there yet? I haven't. I haven't either. And I want to go over there and then go to Cafe Latte. Oh, well, there I mean, you go. Any excuse to go to Cafe Latte. I know, you're I all about the Cafe Latte. And if you're there, of course, you could go across the street to Golden Fig, which is such oh, a great yes. place to buy hostess gifts or yeah. if you're having parties to stock up on things. Um, another great lo- way to shop local. Um, boy, Mitch knows all the, the St. Paul ones. Thank you, Mitch, for the list. Highland Holiday Market also going on um, on Snelling Avenue today at Highland High School. They do... a uh, Oh, and then here's a big one back in Minneapolis at Midtown Global Market. It's No Coast Craftorama, which is another and another way you can eat and shop. Yeah, all about the eating, good. the drinking, and but, the shopping okay, so together. Here's a question for you: Do you? Am I just forgetting? You know, last year or the year before? Do you remember there ever being this many special? Absolutely, markets? I feel like there are actually fewer in a way this year. I oh, do. Last year was the year that I wrote the story about. Have we like? Have we popped too many times? Like, are we but done? Do you think we're have done we popping? reached peak pop up? Basically, um, no. But I think that a lot of the makers that have been doing these markets for a few years yeah. and that have kind of come up in this are being a lot more selective. Okay, about where they're that, popping this year. All right, I understand that, but you don't think there are new ones that have taken their place? I feel like there are just. I mean. You feel like who goes to regular stores because there well, are not so a lot of people. Have you been pop-ups? to the mall? Yeah, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> depends which mall. Yeah, it depends which mall. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't think that pop-ups are going away. I think they've just become a, a way of shopping. I think um, I actually had Larissa Loden on my podcast this week. the only one I haven't heard yet. And by all means, um, if you're a podcast listener, of course, you can listen to our show here on podcast form. You can also listen to by all means. And Larissa was saying, because she is like a master of the pop-ups, she said they'll always be a big part of her business strategy because, frankly, she makes a lot of money because it's all direct. Whereas when she's selling to stores, it's wholesale. She makes more money when she sells at pop-ups. So, But it's got to be that critical mass. It's got to be busy and so she knows which ones she's a little different situation too i mean she's a real established company right but but her point was first of all it's how she got started it's how she built her name but whereas you would expect her to maybe move away from it because she's in so many stores now she hasn't she's still doing them but she's just saying that this year whereas in the past couple years she felt like she needed to be everywhere and say yes to everything now it's like you know you've got to think i was remember we were talking to um the sisters behind hagen and Olds, and they said the same thing right it is so much work to set up pull down, yep. move to the next one, that they just want to make sure it's worth their time. Yeah, well, so you know, I think you have a, a no-cost craftorama that's been around for years. You know that's big. It's going to have a lot of good vendors. People are going to go to it. Craft Bash, same thing. So here's a practical question. Yeah. If you are buying gifts at one of these pop-ups and all, and you give it to somebody and they, you know, don't like it or they... Don't it doesn't fit? Mm-hmm. Can they return things? And no. you know they're just they're. See, do you ever think of that when you're buying gifts well, for people? I mean, I think that when you look at like the um, vendors that started Six for Good at Rosedale, yeah, those are a lot of brands that have been on the pop up circuit for years. That's how right. they got their start, and and one of the reasons they said they wanted a store is because they know that they now have customers who come back to them over and over, and they just want to know that they can come and buy their product when they want to buy it, not when there's a pop up event. Right. So but the I'm more t- things, I mean, it's just everything, everything thing is cyclical i you know i think with some of these brands you got to find out where you're going to be next i wanted to buy um thumbs cookies has these like chocolate mint peppermint covered Ooh, it's like that's my favorite oh my gosh they are dangerous once oh. you start eating them and i thought okay this is great i'm going to just buy all of these to give them out she only had two left last night and i was like okay well where are you going to be next well she's going to be at city center next week i was like okay i'll come visit you there <laughs> so you just have to know where they're going to be no i understand that but i'm talking no and, and it you don't buy cookies. Planning, it's not like shopping at Macy's and you buy three sizes and plan to return two of them. No, I'm talking if you give someone a gift. No. And they don't like it or it doesn't fit, they can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But I guess maybe as the giver, you don't have to worry about it, huh? You're supporting local, you have to focus okay. on that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's what it is. I don't know. Are you shopping more pop-ups this year? Fewer pop-ups? Do you enjoy it? What you know, let us know. We're curious. We'll we'll take your calls a little later. When we get back, the local brand that Oprah can't get enough of. That is next on Shop Girls. You're listening.
listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We uh, we, ha- we haven't been getting very far in our uh, agenda of all the things no, we're going to talk we about today. No, we certainly haven't. What had we uh, promised? We well, we let let's let's get right to um, your favorite story of the week, which is probably uh, Oprah, right? Oh. Okay, yes, because we were going to talk about this. I thought it was really interesting. There is a local company, an Edina uh, pajama company called Softies. Mm-hmm. And they, for the third year in a row, mm-hmm. they made Oprah's favorite things. Yes, they did. And joining us now <laughs> is the owner of that company right here in Edina, Minnesota, that Oprah can't get enough of. Tim Murphy of Softies. Tim, thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. I've never never done the radio before. So I can't great. believe it. You're like <laughs> you're like best friends with Oprah, and you've never been on the radio. That's just unbelievable. <laughs> well, I won Hootie and the Blowfish tickets. I called in one time to a radio station, but that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so, Tim, first of all, for people who aren't familiar, I feel like I don't know that everybody knows that Softies is right here in town. Tell us a little bit about the company, how you got started. Uh, yeah, uh, it was started by my dad in 2006, and he had 40 years of experience in women's apparel. Um, he grew up in the industry, and so I grew up in the industry. Um, so we were mainly brick-and-mortar wholesale business. We didn't have a flashy retail presence. We didn't have a website, anything like that. And it wasn't until 2014 we really started investing in the Internet, investing in Amazon, investing in online, and uh, we slowly kind of grew from there. People have really started to notice the brand. And when Oprah picks you, people really notice the brand. Oh, yeah. Well, so how did Oprah find you guys? This is, a, it's pretty funny. Um, it was a gift show in Dallas in 2017, and it was one of those shows I was not even going to attend. Um, it was really, uh, it, was, it was not a well-attended show. It wasn't a very popular show, but they called me at the last minute. They said, we need vendors. Uh, we'll give you a discounted booth. We'll give you a discounted flight. Uh, just come and, 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 and occupy a space for us. So I went down there and I sat there for four days and I didn't sell one thing. I was Ooh. next to a beer cooler vendor. There was no <laughs> guy selling fidget spinners. There was no rhyme or reason to the whole thing. And the last hour of the last day, two people walked by with their badges turned around. Um, and in my experience, that either means they're competitors and they're looking for ideas or they're really big customers. So uh, one of them asked, hey, how many of these can you make? And that, that's a great question right off the bat. So I started talking to them for a little bit and found out they were the uh, creative director and style editor for Old Magazine, and they were curating Oprah's list for 2017. So you didn't oh, even yeah. know that he was Adam Glassman. No, no. Oh. I'm, I'm very good at being clueless. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tim, I mean, did the minute you that it clicked for you that, oh, my God, these people are one step away from Oprah, this we could be a favorite. Like, did it hit you right away? Like, we could end up on the pages of O Magazine. No, the first thing that hit me was, if they pick us, how are we going to do this? <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's right. When you're the one making it, you yeah. think about that. And did you, at that point, a couple of years ago, I mean, did you have the capacity to make an Oprah quantity of softies? We always have the capacity. We work with some amazing manufacturers. Um, financing is the big key. When you're about to triple in size, it's that trip to the bank and the pitch you give them uh, to get the money that you need to support an order of that size. Do you really need to say uh, anything other than Oprah? 
I mean, come on. You know, I actually didn't. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we had no purchase order or anything. I, I told uh, it's Unity. It's a local bank. We love them. I, I went in. I met with their, uh, their vice president of the commercial loans at the time and the president of the branch. And I said, we made Oprah's list. And they, they literally said to me, what do you need? Oh, my goodness. That's you amazing. Know, what I love, too, is that you actually got the phone call standing in Jerry's Foods parking lot. I'm surprised I yeah. haven't run into you there because I hang out there a lot. Actually, yeah, Tim, my mom's a regular. If you ever see, if you ever see a guy doing a, a ride with two kids in the parking lot in a, in a shopping cart, that's me. That's you. Okay, I'll make sure I come so, up and say hello. I mean, the thing about it, I mean, there are a lot of people are making comfortable loungewear these days, but there is something that sets softies apart, and that is that it it it's like wicking material. That's the whole jam of this, Tim. Yeah, our sleepwear, it is really unique in the sense that it does have two properties, uh, and they're blended into the DNA of the fabric. And the first is called dry release. And so when you wear our sleepwear, if you experience night flash or hot sweats, uh, if you're going through chemotherapy, diabetes, menopause, pregnancy, anything that would give you night sweats, it's designed to keep you up to 10 degrees cooler mm. in which perspiration. Wow. The second patent is called Fresh Guard. And where there's sweat, there's odor. Fresh Guard eliminates that. So we took functionality and femininity and kind of blended it all together into fashion. And that's that's what sets our sleepwear apart. And this was your dad's idea? Was he having night sweats? Was your was no, your mom? Like what mom. how did it come about? So yeah, my mom was having night sweats. She was diagnosed with leukemia and oh. my dad with his manufacturing and apparel background left his company to set out on a mission to help her sleep better at mm. night. And thankfully, this is, gosh, 13 years later, and she's still battling the disease, but oh. she she is sleeping great. That is so romantic that, yes. that your dad did that. Yeah. I love that story. And that story. he had the ability to. And, and that so many people are now sleeping person. better. Right. And um, and Tim, did does Oprah know that part of the story, or did she just think it was really cozy stuff? I don't think she knows that part of the story. I think we were selected in our loungewear because we really it, this is we really do search the world for these softest fabrics, and we don't make anything unless you touch it and you just want to melt away into it. And I think that's why we made the list. Yeah, that's amazing, and not just made it once, but you made it three years in a row. That yeah. I, I had no idea that could happen, and I'm, I'm really thankful that it did. And I'm oh, curious, does it continue to have the same impact? I mean, do you get flooded each time you make the list? Yes, the Oprah effect is, is very, very real. Um, I'm thankful for this interview right now because I get to step out of my warehouse and I don't have to pack boxes for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to skip lunch after this, Tim, to make up for it. Um, <laughs> I have to. All right, two two it's, questions, um, Tim, that I, uh, first of all, tell us, I know that you continue to grow the business and I know you've done some things in the medical field with this. Um, can you tell us about that? Sure, sure. And this, this was just a, coincidence, I was very fortunate that my wife's in medical device sales, and she put us in contact with the Park Nicollet system, and they were looking for new mammography gowns, and they, they asked my wife, Kate, we heard your husband makes robes, could he make robes for us? And so I met, it was just a consultative meeting, and they had these tattered gowns, and they weren't, Awful they didn't have coverage, and they didn't offer security in a very unsecure environment where you're vulnerable. Right. And so we met over the course of five or six months, and we designed 
this beautiful mammography gown that in a very vulnerable situation keeps you soft and warm and it holds up to the commercial laundry and they're very happy with it. I was really happy to work with them. So that's definitely an avenue we're going to pursue in the the future. I I would think that most women who have had their mammograms know that feeling and Mm -hmm. know how wearing something that you feel comfortable in makes a big difference. Um, the other question that I have is... We have a lot of questions, okay. Tim. I should have it, warned you. <laughs> oh, keep them coming. Sorry, right. I don't want to go back it's, less, it's fewer boxes for him to fill. Right, right. Need. Okay, where locally can you buy them? What kind of styles? What do they cost? Fill us in on that. Sure. Uh, the, the two local places I would highly recommend, Fawbush's and the Galleria, an excellent partner of ours, a beautiful store. They offer all of our loungewear. Oh, okay. Check them out. Yeah. And then Ooh La La out in Excelsior, downtown Excelsior. Yeah. Yeah. Connie, who owns the store, she brought our line in uh, a significant amount, and they have a beautiful assortment out there, too. So those are my two top recommendations. We always encourage people to shop local. Oh, that's Uh, so great. Fabulous. And tell us, like, around, you know, the cost and what kind of styles you can find, because I know there's more than one. What's the top seller, do you think, for holiday? Oh, the top seller for holiday is going to be Oprah's piece, um, and that's this. It's a 42-inch marshmallow hooded lounger. It has a heathered look to it. It's got a really convenient kangaroo pocket, and it's the perfect length, T-length. So it's going to drop just around below your knee, Um, and we do split sizing, so it's going to fit everyone in the family. Mm. That's the number one item. The second one is this really fun um, little accessory we came up this week. Not we, our designer, Lily. She's awesome. Uh, it's a marshmallow hooded scarf, and it's easy for working in your home office. You throw it on. I sold a bunch to the airport for travel purposes. Mm. Uh, that's been that's been an unexpectedly really hot piece that I'd highly recommend. And retail prices on all of this range from seventy dollars up to one hundred and nineteen, depending on what you select. Okay, okay so not bad. A, are Fantastic there, are there gift jammies idea. too. Yes, and all of our jammies have the moisture wicking and uh, odor-eliminating properties and it spun into the DNA. And what that means is they never wash out. There are some companies that topically treat these garments oh, sure. with those properties, but they're only good for a couple of washes. This will last This will last a lifetime. So if, if $99 pajamas, you kind of go, oof, ouch. Yeah. Um, they are the last pajamas you ever buy. Wow. That's good. And I understand that, that customers actually let you know they wanted hoods on these things. Why do you think that is? You have done really good research. That's amazing. Yes, it's true. Um, part of our growing e-com business is that we get a tremendous amount of feedback, and some good, some bad. Um, but it's actually the bad stuff that, that has helped us be successful. The second year we made Oprah's List, the feedback from the previous year was, I really like this style. It's super soft. It's convenient. My family loves it. How come you don't make it in pink? Mm-hmm. How come you don't have a hood? Because my daughter likes a hood. And how come you don't make it two inches longer? <laughs> wow. So we did those three things, and we made the list with that style again. That's, that's amazing. I and just, that's such great feedback. Other than my grandson, I don't know anyone who walks around the house with a hood on. But I guess maybe people do nice, like Kind of nice to have the option. Yeah. Cuddle yourself in. Yeah. <laughs> and do you also make, yeah. a, I'm, now I'm asking a personal question, oh, do you also make Uh-oh. this in a long version? Ooh. You said oh, it comes boy. just below the knee. Tim, also it- my mother likes a zip-up robe, so if you'd like to add that to your list for next year, you could make Harmony's favorite <laughs> things. Yeah, you make got, my list, we Tim. Got wraps. Yeah, we, we can make anything, but um, 
I'm sorry. What was the what was the, <laughs> the question? Is, well, first of all, do you make a zip up? And also, do you make the one that you were talking about that you said comes just below the knee? Do you make it in a longer version? We do not have the uh, pullover lounger in like a typically we go 48 to 52 inches. We do not have that yet. Okay, that is an excellent point because that's the number one. I would say complaint we've gotten this that's year. That's what I would want because we turn them into products. No, wow. It's going to happen. Wow. Okay. Look at that, Mom. Okay. You're right on the trend. Yeah, because what I was going to tell you is why don't you just go to softiespjs.com and look at the selection? Well, because I have him right here on the line, <laughs> and so I can ask Tim and we know what the deal is. But I do think when you're talking cozy and in the winter, long makes sense. You want to cover up your you're legs. You're 100% right. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm right. I okay. can work for softies. Look for that in the 2020 yeah. collection. <laughs> Well, Tim, we'll let you get back to to your, your order packing. I'm sure Oprah <laughs> no, has a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you and Oprah decide to have a PJ party, we would love to be invited. We would love to have you, and uh, <laughs> if, if your listeners want a discount, I mean, I could create one on the fly for SoutheastPJs.com. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> What do, you, what do you want it to be? Pick a word. I, well, you better do it fast because I don't think we're really allowed to do that, Mom. Oh, it has oh, to go. We've got to run through marketing channels. But you know what? Who are we it's to stop the you? Who are we to stop you, Tim? If you wanted to to uh, to do that. All right. Do they just That's put right. in if shop girls? Use code, if you wanted to use code Harmony, let's okay. say for the next twenty four <laughs> hours, you might get twenty percent off. But don't do it for five minutes because I got to get to my laptop. That's okay. right. Okay. Company great. is Softies. It's one of Oprah's favorite things. No doubt it's going to be one of yours. They're based right here in Edina, Minnesota. It's fun to, fun way to support local. Tim, congratulations on all the success to you and your family, and thanks for taking a few minutes to talk to us. And I'll see you at Jerry's. I'll see you there. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. uh, thank you both very much. We thank really you. It. Take care, Tim. We'll, we'll put a link up on the website if you want to check out softiespjs.com. I think we all need some. I think so, I, too. I mean, yeah, that Without sounds a doubt. really, really good. Okay, we'll be back with Whose Look Is It Anyway right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. It is that time in the show where we take a look at a trend, analyze it from all angles, and then we ask, whose look is it anyway? I can't she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the Shop Girls to ask, Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? start mom are we starting from the bottom today i think we're kind of bottom yeah. we're kind of bottom heavy today everything is like waist down all you- of our topics it seems <laughs> oh, so let's well, start no, not- oh maybe you're, you're right. kind of obsessed with the combat boot i think well, i think before long we're gonna see you rocking some combat i boots. doubt it i you, do too. you know what because i guess the thing is they are everywhere right mm-hmm, now because mm-hmm. let's face it a mall Clooney wore them and if a mall Clooney says they're all right they got to be all right. Well, whoever said they weren't all right? Combat boots have always been cool. No, but they are cooler now. They have really come into fashion. Yes. And um, Prada, Chloe, they're they're helping to make them even more And they're a little bit sleeker. 
Let's be honest. Well, then some Stuart you, Weitzman makes one with pearls. All the yeah, way well, that's ridiculous. But well, but I mean, you know, it, with a fancy I, the dress. key is, I think, moving from like the pull on ankle booty to something that's a little bit higher, a little bit lower and lace up. That's yeah. the big difference. But here's the thing that I have to say. Okay. I think you have to be young. I just I don't, don't think, agree, Mom. Well, that's because you consider yourself young. Oh. And that's okay. I got carded last night. Oh, come on. They were trying to make you feel good. <laughs> you got carded? Yes, going into the craft bash. Me and my, and my much older friend, Alana. Oh. <laughs> By how many months? We, <laughs> no, two years. Two oh, years, okay. I think. Um, we got carded and we both were like, Wait, what? Like, is this to make sure that we're on the guest list? And like, no, to get your hand stamped for your drink tickets. And we're like, oh, okay, well, great. You know what? Sometimes in places, they do it with everyone to make sure that they don't get in trouble. It was very fun. Not that you don't look We enjoyed it. 18. Thanks. Thanks very much, Mom. Uh, okay. But what I was going to say... I do not think combat boots are only... What do you think the age limit is on combat boots? I guess... Oh, well, we're getting back to the shorts thing. I just think if I were to wear combat boots, I would look so silly... And you would say, oh, well, you my would God, because you're wearing you like florals and you're wearing well, today, red. <laughs> like, I, would know, really I would work. know the right thing to wear you're them just with. Cute, soft, uh, and just, delicate, uh, like a flower. First of all, I wouldn't be able to walk. <laughs> I mean, they'd be so heavy that I couldn't walk. Um, I just think they. You might actually find you like them, Mom, because they would have more support than the little, like, unstructured maybe. tennis shoes you wear, little sneakers. Maybe. Little but they just seem to have a grunge look. They're, and they I seem think, to go with young okay, people. Okay, let me just say this as far as age. I think it is more a style question than it is an age question. I think if you are a young person who wears leather and has kind of an edgier yeah. look, when you are that same person, when you're 75, you could still wear your combat boots. That's how I feel about it. Okay. You don't you don't grow out of them. You don't think you do? I don't think you do. Well, I'm not sure that I agree with you. <laughs> okay. But the other thing is, and I can't remember if we were going to talk about it last week when we were at the gallery or not, because it all kind of ran together there with all the people around, because they are even showing glittery. Um, combat boots. Did we talk mm. about those? I can't remember. I don't know, but um, could you talk about glitter too much? I don't think it's never. possible. No. And Doc Martin, Doc Martens are making, it's called, they're Doc Martens 1460 Pascal Glitter 8 Eye Boots. Um, and well, I guess, if anyone needs to like seize the moment, it's Doc Martens, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you can, they were on sale on Amazon. I don't know if they still are. But they even have, um, besides the regular laces, you can get satin ribbon options. Mm. But I mean, you know, when you say that about depending on your style, but I know I've seen pictures of young girls wearing very delicate dresses mm-hmm. and wearing combat it's cute. boots. It's fun, like well, it. Yes, but if I did that, if okay, I was wearing a delicate might dress, be right. do you think you would say, you would say, Mother, what are you doing? I wouldn't. You I would just say, interesting choice. Well, interesting choice. Yeah. Okay, okay anyway, how do you back. feel about Jennifer Lawrence's high-waisted jeans? Do you want them? I don't want them because I just can't be bothered buttoning five buttons. Oh, they're five button jeans from Citizens of Humanity. And that's a lot of buttons to button when you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Don't you realize that? I have button jeans and I'm I just have, fine with them. Really? Mm-hmm. Five buttons? It was only probably maybe once. Twice. <laughs>
<laughs> but you were wearing your Depends, so it was okay. It's all good. <laughs> but I, you know, I think they're cute jeans. They're two hundred and sixty-eight dollars mm-hmm. at Nordstrom, and mm-hmm. she loves them so much. She is pictured wearing them at all times. She's also <laughs> at all times just about even at her wedding. No, okay, I'm kidding. okay. But she even she's Did worn them. Let's get married. You didn't know she got married? Oh, I think I missed that. Where are you? I didn't get invited. Well, I don't want to talk about that part, but yes, she got married oh, a few weeks well, back. Oh, good for her. I yes. hope she's happy. I and she's wearing, she I mean, and I would be happy in those jeans too, and I would be happy if I had her body but in she those we- jeans. Yes, and she wears them both with flats, and she also has worn like um, knee-high boots. You know, with oh, them. How do you so like you that? can just wear them with everything. The versatility is endless. Versatility. I think okay. the key with jeans is getting a pair that you're comfortable in. That's right. Not um, easy. How do you feel about a big belt? You're not a belt person. Never wear belts. <laughs> but the Western belt has made a comeback. Yeah. The classic Western belt to just kind of change your outfit and dress things up. A lot of celebrities and influencers seem to think this is the way you can wear them with jeans or even with a flowy dress. A different look to last year's outfit. Yeah. Are you going to do that? Mm, probably not. Unless you get a new cowboy hat. I wonder if no. I still have your blue cowboy hat. I would not. Hat. No, it's at my From, house. But is it thank at your you. house? Yes, that it you is. Got my Disney, children have used Disney it. World yes, Mom. When yeah. you were five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my children have used out. it for costumes. Yeah. Thank you very much. We've definitely gotten our money's worth out <laughs> of that Disney World purchase, Absolutely. which I'm sure was a bargain. Um, but I would not recommend wearing a cowboy hat with your Western belt because that's going to just be a little too much. Unless you're going to do line dancing. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a whole other problem. That is my heart. My achy break. Oh, my God. <laughs> when we get back, we'll take your questions. We want to know where you're shopping. How are you feeling about the pop-up situation this year? We were talking about that earlier. Love to get your thoughts. And we'll talk about the color of 2020. That's still ahead on Shop Girls. Don't go away.